In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome to morning celebration of Mass. Today the church celebrates the final Sunday of the church's year, the Feast of Christ the King. As we begin our Mass, we invite the young children to go to the hall where they will celebrate the Word of God on their own. We welcome especially to our Mass today uh, Mr. Peter Bowen, the uh, head teacher of Trinity High School, who's with us uh, to mark Catholic Education Week. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words. In what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ have, mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore Almighty ever-living God, whose will is to restore all things in your beloved Son, the King of the universe, grant, we pray, that the whole creation set free from slavery may render you service and ceaselessly proclaim your praise. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the second book of Samuel. All the tribes of Israel came to David at Hebron. Look, they said, we are your own flesh and blood. In days past, when Saul was our king, it was you who led Israel in all their exploits. And the Lord said to you, you are the man who shall be shepherd of my people Israel. You shall be the leader of Israel. So all the elders of Israel came to the king of Hebron, and King David made a pact with them at Hebron in the presence of the Lord, and they anointed David king of Israel. The word of the Lord. 
of St. Paul to the Colossians. We give thanks to the Father who has made it possible for you to join the saints and with them to inherit the light because that is what he has done. He has taken us out of the power of darkness and created a place for us in the kingdom of the Son that he loves and in him we gain our freedom, the forgiveness of our sins. He is the image of the unseen God and the firstborn of all creation, for in him were created all things in heaven and on earth, everything visible and everything invisible, thrones, dominations, sovereignties, powers. All things were created through him and for him. Before anything was created, he existed and he holds all things in unity. Now the church is his body. He is at its head. As he is the beginning, he was first to be born from the dead, so that he should be first in every way, because God wanted all perfection to be found in him and all things to be reconciled through him and for him, everything in heaven and everything on earth when he made peace by his death on the cross. The word of the Lord. Gospel according to Luke. The people stayed there before the cross, watching Jesus. As for the leaders, they jeered at him. He saved others, they said. Let him save himself if he is the Christ of God, the chosen one. The soldiers mocked him too, and when they approached to offer him vinegar, they said, If you are the king of the Jews, Save yourself. Above him there was an inscription, This is the King of the Jews. One of the criminals hanging there abused him. Are you not the Christ, he said? Save yourself and us as well. But the other spoke up and rebuked him. Have you no fear of God at all, he said. You got the same sentence as he did, but in our case we deserved it. We are paying for what we did. But this man has done nothing wrong. Jesus, he said, remember me when you come into your kingdom. 
Indeed, I promise you, he replied, today you will be with me in paradise. The Gospel of the Lord. The Democratic Republic of Congo is a country that's always worth thinking about. It's a country that sits in the very middle of Africa itself and has had a name change over the years. It was called the Belgian Congo at one time, and then Zaire, and now it is named the Democratic Republic of Congo. It's a huge country with massive resources, but of course it's become the prey over many years to unscrupulous forces who pillage and steal what is theirs. It's also suffered over the years from unstable governments, tribal violence and corruption as well. In 2018-2019, it had an outbreak of Ebola, uh, the greatest outbreak of that virus that the world has ever seen, that in the course of it has taken a thousand lives, was in great risk also of spreading to the cities of that country and maybe also the neighbouring country of Uganda. In this latter part of 2019, there has been an outbreak of measles in that country, especially over the last few weeks, that's taken the lives of over 3,000 people, and it's estimated that a quarter of a million people are infected. A programme over the next nine days aims to vaccinate 800,000 people. Most of the people who were infected were children uh, infected with the illness, and uh, many of those who lost their lives were the children too. In these days in our own country, we ourselves are engaged in a general election with contrary views on the way ahead. You know that in a democracy everyone has their say. We are allowed to elect an official, we have the ability to elect a future government, and everyone has the right to have their views represented. But there is a great danger, I'm sure that you would agree, in this particular election of being caught up in our own concerns, only in our own concerns. Thinking perhaps of the Democratic Republic of Congo, we realise instead of being just individuals or an individual country, we are a family of nations and we belong to the human family. We are bound, all of us, by a common humanity. It's so easy, isn't it, to isolate ourselves and cut ourselves off from others, to be unconcerned what is happening elsewhere and only to be concerned with what is happening to ourselves. If the past and our history shows us anything, it shows us the importance of the interconnectedness of peoples and nations. It's important for us, but it's also important for them too. Fair and just international treaties are important. International organisations that bring peace and development are important. Organisations that bring people together and especially help the poor are essential. And these things recognise that we are part of the one human family, part of a family of nations, that our common fate is bound up together and we have to unite to bound ourselves and bond ourselves together. The Feast of Christ the King that we are celebrating today is about the universal aspect of our faith. Christ died not for the few, not for the holy, not for those who were worthy, not for a particular country, but he died for all. The good news of God's love isn't given just to the few, but of course it's given to all. Christ himself doesn't come on earth for the select few, but for all that all might know God's mercy. He came to unite, not to divide. He came to bring people together, not to keep them apart. He came to teach us how to be a human family and not to be divided. He came that we might discover how to love and not to hate, how to go on rather than to be in conflict, how to build bridges rather than to construct walls. 
What's happening in the Democratic Republic of Congo should concern all of us, for it makes us raise our eyes beyond our concerns that are with us today. For many, what they have to be engaged in is very often a life and death struggle, and for them, it's uh, what they themselves experience. Plague and pestilence, hunger and want, and of course war and division. These are the things that the human family should be uniting to to overcome. These really should be the concerns of the moment. We ourselves belong to a world, one world. We live under one sky. One sun shines in us. One moon lights up the sky at night. There is one God that rules over all of us in mercy and love. His grace directs us in our life. The aim then Maybe should we build a world, a better world, a more united world, a world where children don't die of measles or whole nations die of AIDS or Ebola or countries are ransacked for their riches. The aim maybe should be to create one world, one family of nations, one human family. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate to the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, and rose again in the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead. God continues to be our refuge, our strength, our support. And once again we make our prayers through him. that the Church may present a credible message of the good news to the world. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. That all may find in Christ hope for a new world. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For countries and peoples experiencing great dangers at this time. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For our country, choosing a new government to lead us at home and in the world. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For our schools, colleges and universities, that places of learning may always be respected. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For a greater desire to work for a more just and more fair world. Lord, hear us. Lord, For all who have died, Margaret Finlay, Marianne Gorman, and Sadie Kirk, and all that we are asked to remember in this month of November, Lord, hear us. Almighty God, may the thoughts of our minds and the words on our lips find favour in your sight. We ask this through Christ our Lord.
Please join in hymn number 557 as gentle as silence. sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we offer you, O Lord, the sacrifice by which the human race is reconciled to you, we humbly pray that your Son may bestow in all nations the gifts of unity and peace. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For you anointed your only begotten Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, with oil of gladness, as eternal priest and King of all creation, so that by offering himself on the altar of the cross as a spotless sacrifice to bring us peace, he might accomplish the mysteries of human redemption and, making all created things subject to his rule, he might present to you an eternal and universal kingdom, a kingdom of truth and life, a kingdom of holiness and grace, a kingdom of justice, love and peace. And so with the angels and archangels, the thrones and dominions, the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you.
And in a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, Joseph our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember, also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And we does not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope in the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. Let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship. of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb.
please join in hymn number 5757, Be Not Afraid. Let us pray. Having having received the food of immortality, we ask, O Lord, that glorifying in obedience to the commands of Christ, the King of the universe, we may live with with him eternally in his heavenly kingdom, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Please be seated. Just before you leave today, I just want uh, to invite Mr. Bowen to say a few words to us at the end of uh, Mass uh, today. Uh, And uh, as you know, he's the head teacher of our local secondary school, so we're delighted uh, to have him here each year to address us. And uh, as I often say to him, you know, it's not so much what you say, but it's your presence here in the church and the fact that people uh, can see you and obviously uh, you're recognisable as the head teacher and take the time to come and see us, it's uh, greatly appreciated. Uh, one of the things, if you know Mr. Boland, is that he is the archetypal head teacher. Uh, once you see him and once you hear him, you'll know exactly what I mean. Uh, and you'll know he has that kind of authoritative voice of a, of a policeman. Uh, so uh, you kind of sit up in your, your seats kind of when he speaks. Uh, I had one of our, our young men uh, who kind of helped here last night and he was kind of interested that I was kind of saying that he uh, uh, sounded like a policeman because uh, he knew a lot of policemen, he said, uh, but he said uh, he sounded more like one of his uh, prison governors that he'd come across. <laughs> so I'll let you make up your own mind when you listen to him. Good morning, everyone. Thanks, Father, for those very kind words. <laughs> Genuinely, I'd like to thank Father Morton for letting me speak today. The theme for this year's Catholic Education Week is promoting gospel values. Did you notice how it went into that Tory voice there quite away? <laughs> Many things make a Catholic school distinctive, including having Jesus at the centre of our work, learning which is shaped by gospel values, prayer, 
worship and religious celebrations being integral to the life of the school, promoting social justice and serving our communities, educating the whole person in partnership with parents and parishes, and nurturing communities which are outward-looking and welcoming to all. Catholic schools in Scotland are inclusive communities which welcome, value and support all pupils and parents to fulfil their God-given talents using Jesus as our model. Trinity High School works with its parishes to give our children the best opportunities possible to grow in love of God and with each other. In Trinity High School, young people are challenged to use their talents to serve others and so we acknowledge the leadership of our young people, including our Caritas peoples, who organise the collection of the shoebox appeal and aspects of the Advent appeal. They also serve others by helping with the first-year retreats. Their talents are also used to offer help at the Ozenham Centre and provide socks, gloves, hats and scarves for the SVDP. We have further strengthened our links with Rutherglen High School and many of their pupils attend our masses, services and assemblies. We put into practice the things we learn about the love of Jesus through our own acts of witness and our contributions to charities such as Mary's Meals and Skiaf, which help the poor in so many ways. In recognition of our belief in the value, worth and dignity of the sick, we continue to support HCPT in taking sick pilgrims to Lourdes. We also support Let the Children Live, helping to house and educate young people in Colombia. We also have historic links with Missio Scotland. Last year, we collected 120 shoeboxes for India and over 1,600 items for the local food bank. We have contributed both to the Kilbride Hospice and to St Andrew's Hospice. We believe in a God who is the giver of life, and so we provide both financial support and goods in kind to the innocents. We also collected and filled 110 backpacks for Mary's Meals. Over the course of the year, almost £8,000 was donated to charities, a strong testament to your and your children's values and generosity. We also participate in parish activities, such as the Caritas Servant Leadership Course. Some of our Caritas students who are present today are readers, help at various chapels, take part in choirs, or provide help for the homeless. Others help at your jigsaw group or help young people with special needs. This year, we had groups of young people at the Vacations Masses, the Mass to Welcome the Relics of St. Teresa of Lisieux, and the Aid to the Church in Need Rally. This week, our young people will be taking part in Wear Red Day, fundraising for the Aid to the Church in Need. Throughout the year, they participate in parish life with their involvement in children's liturgies and HCPT's Scottish Youth Group, while others volunteer at the Kilbride Hospice. We show the loving concern for others in our school when we pray for those affected by bereavement and when the young people stand alongside their friend who have lost a mum or dad or brother or sister. We show love when we help those who are lonely or upset by providing mentors and safe spaces. We show our love when we help others and offer a wide range of opportunities and clubs which are organised for our young people. So many teachers show their love in the example they offer to our young people and the way they treat people, help people, support people and show their commitment to the values of a Catholic school. Over the past year, Trinity High School has continued to provide good attainment with over 780 National Five Passes and almost 500 higher passes. 36 pupils gained five hires and 14 pupils gained five A's at their hire, the second highest in South Lanarkshire. The positive destination rates are 97.1%, which is above National, South Lanarkshire Council and their comparator schools. A wider range of curricular options have been developed, including Early Years in Child Care Foundation Apprenticeships, Certificate of Work Readiness Courses, Cosmetology, Practical Electronics, Lab Skills, 
computer games development, cybersecurity, and beekeeping, among others. This year, we are the pilot for the Business Skills Foundation Apprenticeship and for Strathclyde University's Access to Engineering Academy. We have 19 pupils involved in the Foundation Apprenticeship Pathway, the highest in South Lanarkshire. The numbers in the school continue to rise, and the role is expected to grow over 1,200, the highest role in a generation. Year on year, we are receiving more placing requests. Our young people secured over 900 additional awards, including Duke of Edinburgh Awards, Saltire Awards and Crest Awards. We have internationalists, some of whom are present today, in boxing, taekwondo, swimming, golf, kickboxing and, above all, football. We have received special awards in science, cosmetics and for the eco-garden and for our work with the honeybees, all 80,000 of them. We are also the first secondary school in Britain to gain nurturing school status. But above all, we are a school imbued with Catholic values, and a personal highlight was the arrival of the statue of Our Lady of Lourdes, which has been positioned in the main admin area of the school. And so we pray that Trenty High School continues in its mission to promote gospel values. As we gather together in this beautiful chapel, built by those who have gone before us and refurbished by this generation, we recommit ourselves to promoting gospel values. And by God's grace, may we pass our values to those who come after us. At this time of great challenge to Catholic education, please pray for Catholic schools. I ask you to pray for Trinity High School so that the faith we shared can be passed on to our children and our grandchildren. Pray for all involved in promoting gospel values in our young people, parents, priests and teachers. May we work together to foster values of love, mercy and forgiveness. And by working together, may we ensure that Trinity High School remains a beacon of faith and a stronghold of gospel values. Thanks for listening. I warned you, didn't I? <laughs> You're all sitting up in your seats straight. Just uh, to say a wee word of thanks again and to our good wishes to the school as well and to our appreciation uh, to all teachers and all the staff of the school do and our good wishes to all of the pupils as well too. Please stand. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Please join in our final hymn, number 267, The Servant King. Thank you.